conversation with Rob Netatafko, Director of Parks for the Province of Manitoba. We asked him about the potential, and we'll use this in air quotes, privatization of Manitoba parks, converting leases for cottages to actual sales. To look at this as an opportunity to now modernize these arrangements uh, that we have with cottagers, and we are now exploring new models for the collection of cottager lease and service fees. And we are in the early days of considering different options, and the province will continue to engage effectively with cottagers, as we have uh, over the past three years, on the development of these new models. Has it been done in other jurisdictions where you actually convert the lease into a sale is this something that is uh, would be unique to manitoba or is this a model that's used in other countries other provinces uh, what is unique to us here, Richard, is that we have uh, the greatest number of provincial park cottagers in provincial parks. Uh, we have more cottagers and parks here in Manitoba than anywhere else in the country. We have 6,200 cottagers, and the majority of those are, are leases. Uh, I, I can't speak to other jurisdictions at this time by way of other um, uh, processes for the sale of lease land, but it's certainly something that's been brought up by our cottage stakeholders and, and a concept at this time for us. Let's bring in Eric Rader of the Wilderness Committee Canada here in Manitoba. Eric, we'll give you your chance to, to react to what you've just heard. Yeah, thanks very much for having me on. Um, well, the first off, I guess, I, I don't want to spend too much time debunking what he's just said, but the, the notes, the explicit documents that were published say that it's government direction to sell uh, park cottage lots, and we've just published that data on our website. It's the thing that the NDP tabled in the legislature on Monday. So the data's right there. The other piece was that the mandate letter from the premier to the minister uh, says private investment in provincial parks. So it's, these aren't our words, the words from the government in the request for proposal. The consultant document recently were monetize and cost recovery. And the Wilderness Committee and a majority of Manitobans, from what we've seen, they don't support privatization of parks. The parks are a service that uh, should be public. A public service needs to be yeah, funded. But just hang like, on, Eric. You're going into yeah. the rhetoric. Uh, the, the big deal here is that people have had leases for years and years and years, and what they're saying is that they're going to convert that in the opportunity to actually buy those cottages on a long-term basis. That doesn't mean the entire park is being privatized. It's just really uh, getting some more money for otherwise very inexpensive leases right now. Yeah, okay, that might be the case, but once that money is, comes in and then it's gone, and that still doesn't explain how we're going to um, pay for the services. Now, if you speak to somebody on the ground in parks talking about how cottages went from this three-season little place where people went to the woods to these uh, massive four-season homes, waste collection, sewage, I mean, homes or cottages with three or four or five bathrooms, fire response, road maintenance, or the fire and Bird Lake cottage lots uh, this last month that we couldn't get anybody to respond to. The services in the park for cottages are really tough. And if we sell those cottage lots, we still aren't paying for those services. We still have to pay for those services. So this is the government trying to, um, I guess, respond to people wishing that they could have bought cottage lots instead of leased cottage lots. Well, that's a privilege to have that cottage lot. And after we sell them, the costs that are going to be incurred by the public are not going to go away. This is not an answer. So is this a concern that that these lots will be sold off? Or is this a concern that there should be more regulation of what is built on these lots? 
Well, you know, the government is bringing this up, right? We aren't bringing it up, but yeah, if you want to drive through the white shell and look at what is allowed to be built, sorry, what is built versus what is allowed and what should be built, you'll realize that we've overdeveloped cottage lots in our provincial park and it harms our water quality, our wildlife, the experience of being in a park. So yes, we definitely need more controls, but we're again getting distracted. The vision is that we need more parks and we need more funding and we need more services. And that's what Manitobans want. Not the few people who have the privilege of the experience of having a cottage in a provincial park, but that's what the majority of Manitobans need. So what's the solve, Eric Greater? Well, actually, a cottage lot in a provincial park is a really expensive endeavor. And if you don't want to deal with the cost of that, then you'll have to buy a cottage lot outside the park. And there are thousands of those available. And you can do what you want on your own private land. But the fees, the lease fees and the service fees for cottages inside a provincial park, we can't increase the density of them, of cottages in a park so that we can share off the services. Then it's not a park. There's just no way to get around this. But again, I would question the, the director of parks as to why he hasn't looked at other governments and governance and jurisdictions. Algonquin Provincial Park, Rondo Provincial Park. This is not a made in Manitoba problem. And we should be looking outside our borders to realize how other people, Lake Louise, when I lived there, they had to contract the development because they needed their nature and wilderness back because that's what parks are for. Eric Rader joining us from the Wilderness Committee of Canada here in Manitoba. 547, Richard and Julie with you on 680 CJOB. Very latest right now on our website at cjob.